through your healing after going through trauma she'll make you laugh Edna Estrada if you're going through trauma you need Edna as your trauma life coach Edna Hello beautiful people Welcome back to the Heal Your Trauma podcast. I am your host, Edna Estrada. Today's episode is how to recognize if your childhood trauma is affecting you as an adult. Oof. Uh, this episode is very important to me. I have a lot of experience with this, but as a survivor of many uh, childhood traumas, what I hope this episode will do for you is give you hope because I know for me, for many years, I felt hopeless and I felt unloved and unworthy. And all this stuff is actually more technical than you think. You can heal all of it. That doesn't mean that what happened to you is less sad or you're less unfair or less impactful. But it, it, it's, it's possible to heal, right? It's, I mean, I know I sound like a broken record at this point, but it's just so important for you to know that it is possible to regulate your nervous system again. It is possible to feel worthy. It is possible to feel loved. It is possible to make meaningful connections uh, with yourself and with others. It's just all 100% possible. You just have to open up to this new world of healing and all the tools in it and everything that entails. Okay. So let's talk about childhood trauma, right? So childhood trauma, it has the power to affect, like I said right now, it has the power to affect your happiness, your relationships, even your career, right? And if you have unresolved trauma, if you're sort of been dealing with the aftermath of your trauma, mostly and mostly alone and just as best as you can, consciously or or unconsciously, um, whether you remember what happened to you or not, the underlying stress of it can still be controlling your life. So it doesn't matter if you're very aware of it and you're always thinking about it and you're always sad about it, or if your mind has completely blocked it out, you can still experience the same type of underlying stress and feelings of fear or unworthiness. Now, it's important to know that childhood trauma, it can be big and obvious, right? It can be something like sexual abuse or the loss of a parent or a sibling, um, but it can also be something less obvious. There's a lot of childhood trauma that involves being neglected by by a parent, being raised by an emotionally unavailable parent. Maybe you were often made fun of by your family. Maybe you were often made to feel dumb or maybe you were raised to be a good a good little girl or a good little boy. You were raised to always say yes and always do what you're told. And now as an adult, you have no trust in yourself because you don't actually know what you want you don't you operate on a lot of survival feelings right and right and survival for you means saying yes all the time if you were expected to take on the parental role uh, maybe you were the oldest child or one of many and you were expected to be the child who was responsible for your siblings homeworks or you had to parent your parent because they had substance abuse issues or mental health issues 
or whatever. These are all forms of of trauma. These are all forms of childhood trauma. Um, you know, these are all ways in which your needs as a child went unmet, right? You were exploited because because of your parents' needs. And they're they're very real and they have the power to take over your life as an adult. And if you experience any of these issues, you may be left dealing with a lot of feelings around safety, around trust. You may deal with loneliness, self-esteem issues. You know, children, they need to be seen, heard, held emotionally and embraced and, and they need to be made to feel loved. And if you didn't receive that as a child, it is completely possible that you as an adult now have uh, issues feeling safe or hurt or held or loved or worthy of being loved, right? Okay, so how do you heal that? So how do you move on from feeling all those icky feelings so that you can go on and live your best life as an adult and get away from that mentality that you're not good enough or that people are evil or the world is bad? Um, and why is it so important that that you remove yourself from that feeling, right? Well, let me answer the second question first. It's important for you to move away from those feelings because it's only important for you. The world still goes round. People are still going to live their lives, whether you're happy or not. But you are part of the world and you are a more important part of the world than you think, right? When you are unhappy, you affect a lot of lives. You affect a lot of people around you. I mean, even if you, it doesn't even have to be people close to you. It's just the people you pass on the street, on the car. You know, if you're always sad, if you always look angry, that affects anyone you come across with, that energy. If you don't trust people and you're mean to them, that affects their mood, right? And it creates a cycle. It creates a butterfly effect. If you have children or family and you're constantly fighting with them, that affects their view of the world. And this is how they show up in the world, right? You're, you're more important than you think. So I, I'd like to think that most of us would like to be the, the good in the world. And not that it's your responsibility to to do that on the world. You're, it's just your responsibility for yourself. On a personal level, when you when you are vibing at a higher vibration, you know, it just becomes easier to attract happy things. It's, it becomes easier to attract money. It becomes uh, easier to attract genuine love. It becomes easier to attract your dream life, right? Um, but if you have a lot of icky feelings on the surface and you're trying to cover them up with material things or superficial love or whatever, and you're just stacking all of that on top of the pain, then that just becomes way too much of a burden for you to handle. And instead of feeling better, everything you accumulate from the outside world, it makes it worse. And, you know, that, that pressure underneath that's sitting on, on top of your, your unhealed inner child, it's still going to be there. And it's going to get louder because what do children do when they're upset? They scream and they yell and they throw tantrums. And at some point, you're going to blow up and maybe cry at the wrong time or yell at your at your own children or at your husband and you're going to get nasty. And 
it just, that's your inner child just wanting to be recognized because you were never taught to regulate that. Um, it's just going to keep happening. So it's better that you, that you get to the heart of it, get in there and gently, uh, heal your, your inner child and, and set her free and go on with your big, beautiful life. Okay. Okay. So how do we heal it? Okay. Let me give you a few tips here. So the first one is that you have to face it. Okay. Don't try to protect yourself anymore. That has not been working. Try to face it. Sit down and write, this is what happened to me. This person really hurt me. My mom, you know, and I know, I know that you can be in a situation where your parents were just trying to do the best they could and maybe they had a ton of children or there was no money. That is okay. But for now, focus on yourself. You know, if that hurt you, if it pissed you off, if you feel like you missed out on loving parents and a safe environment, whatever it is, you need to face it because you can't heal what you don't face. You don't know what you don't know. So first I would, I would face it and that way I can start to work on it. Okay. And allow yourself to feel those feelings. Allow yourself to feel the feelings of sadness, of disappointment, of anger, of resentment, of confusion. Why was it that way? You know, you're not going to stay in that state, but you need to be able to recognize it in order for you to, to heal it and move on from it. The second tip is that I would work with a professional. I would get into therapy. I would find a coach. I would find someone. I would buy a program. I would work with someone who will be able to shed light on, on the places I can't see. A lot of times we get stuck because we're so laser focused on one thing and all sometimes all it takes is a it's someone to be like oh but what about this and then you kind of have a moment like oh yeah i forgot about that oh yeah i see that now and it just makes it easier to heal and move forward not to mention that when you work with a professional you get access to a lot more tools and accountability right? You have someone there to kind of guide you and check up on you and see what steps you're missing or where you are actually, or you have someone to kind of give you the green light and say like, hey, you're actually doing better than you think, right? Sometimes we don't catch that in in the busyness of our day-to-day life. Okay, uh, number three. So there is such a thing as transgenerational trauma. This means that you're parents had trauma of their own. And I know I said in the first tip, uh, don't focus on them. Don't find excuses for why they did what they did. But it is important for you to be aware of their traumas and see how it affected your trauma so that you can break chains, right? You you don't want to be ignorant about it. You don't want to be, you don't want to look the other way, you know, break the chains, especially I would say if you are a person of color, like myself, there's a lot of things there that trickle down. So for example, if you are, I mean, I can only speak on what I know. So I'm a brown person and I know that my family and my lineage, there's a lot of hitting, hitting the children. So, you know, I know when I was younger, I was physically whipped with whatever my mom found. And of course that I know 
on an emotional level that comes from the way that she grew up and the way my grandma hit her and the, the things she did to her. But if I go back before that and I realize down the line in my, in my family, there were, there was slavery involved. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, you're a slave. You got hit. Maybe that got passed down to your children and then down the lineage for me and my family. And it's important for you to recognize things like that so that you can see like, "Mm, maybe hitting the kids is not about so much about disciplining so much as it was about something else that got passed down through some other form of trauma, right? And it's so important that you're able to recognize things like that so that you can cut the cycles. It's important that you talk to your children. There's a lot, there's any shame about anything in your family, just not just with you, but with your family. This happened to grandma. This happened to my great grandma. This happened to me. Um, I know sometimes our instinct is to stay quiet about it, but in times when parents stay quiet about things, this is how cycles get repeated. So it's very important that you you break uh, generational traumas by speaking up about them, by facing them, and by sort of taking their power away by by sort of alchemizing them, right, and forming the younger generation about them. Okay. And then the last thing I'll say is nurture your inner child. Your inner child is still in there. Play, have fun, rest, trust, learn to say yes, learn to say no, learn to say what's on your mind. When you see a child, a healthy child, they're very expressive. They're very um, direct. If they don't want to do something, they don't want to do something. And oftentimes we, depending on how you were raised, you may be like that little brat when that little brat is just speaking their feelings. You know, learn, you can learn a little bit from a healthy child. It doesn't mean you have to be rude. It doesn't mean you have to be mean. It just means you know what's a yes for you. It means you know what's a no for you. And you rest when you want to rest and you have fun when you want to have fun, right? When you mess up, pretend you're talking to that inner child, right? Instead of being hard on yourself and saying, oh, here I go again, fucking shut up, doing whatever. Look at your, pretend you're talking to that inner child in you, you know, pretend you're talking to that inner seven-year-old and say, oh, look, we made a mistake. Okay. This is how we learn from it. This is what we make of it. And treat yourself with that respect because that inner child is still in there and it still needs a lot of healing. So heal her, heal her. Okay. Do whatever you have to do to heal her. Listen to her. She's still in there. You know, something I like to do is I like to keep a picture of myself. Uh, When I was a little girl, I have a picture of myself when I was about maybe four or five years old. And I just keep it with me in my desk and I look at her and everything I do, I just, I, I have a picture of her and I have a picture of, of my daughter around the same age. And I just, it's just a reminder every day to be, to have fun, to be gentle with myself, to be kind, to speak up, to 
to be aware of what I want and what I don't want. So that's a really good tip. Keep a, keep a picture of yourself if possible when you were little, maybe when you were a baby, maybe when maybe you can keep a picture of your inner teenager if that's when things started for you because the inner teenager uh, deserves healing too. Okay, so that's all I have for you guys today. I hope these tips are helpful. I hope this makes you think and appreciate your inner child a little bit more and it helps you heal okay i love you guys i will see you next time bye if you're going through trauma you need edna as your trauma